Hello, 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 and good afternoon. It's Friday. It's wonderful to see you on Friday. Welcome to another episode of Born to Be a Star. Born to Be a Star. Oh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Born to Be a Star. That was the opening. Thought I'd do something new. I don't know if we're going to keep that. Probably not. I'm just doing crazy things because it's Friday and it's almost Saturday. And I just wanted it to be over already because, you know, listening to people yell all day is not fun. But, hey, I'm in my office in my house and I'm not at an office. Not in my house. So, I'm not going to complain. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, whether you're in Australia, Norway, England, Africa, uh, I'm trying to think, India, Russia, wherever, Istanbul, wherever you are, Canada, if you're in Canada, I'm praying for you because I know you're locked down, um, or the insane United States of America, thank you for tuning in, and welcome to another pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Friday, and um, let's just be grateful we got to Friday because tomorrow is Saturday and we get to be lazy and we can do whatever we want to do. Unless you got to work and I'm sorry if you have to work. Hopefully you had another day after in a week. Who knows? Or maybe you're retired and you're enjoying your retired life and you did everything you're supposed to do and you're at this point in your life where you're enjoying your life. If you're at that point in your life where you're enjoying your life, congratulations to you. But. We're going to be talking about some important things today the past and your horizon and moving what's better buying or leasing or cars buying or leasing buying for cars is when you buy the car and you spend the money outright and uh, you have to pay it off monthly. Leasing is when you lease the car and you have to put it more money down, but you're leasing it, so you're not going to own it. You're just leasing it for two years and you can trade it in if you want to. We're going to discuss that. So let's first talk about the first topic of today, which is the past. Okay, so the past is over, right? It's gone. You can't get it back. There's no time machine. It's not a movie. It's not a situation where you can press a button like in that movie with the remote and you can fix things arnold schwarzenegger isn't here it's not total recall the past is over and we can't get it back we can reminisce about the past and tell each other stories and look at pictures and remember fun times we had and enjoyable things we did. We can remember college. We can remember high school. We can look back on history and and think we did something or we experienced something. But we can't go back to it and fix things. It's over. If you didn't say sorry, if you didn't make up, if you didn't kindle a situation, if you didn't fix that broken relationship if you didn't fix it it's done it's likely not fixable you can't go back and you can't fix it if you haven't talked to someone in 20 years chances are their numbers change or they moved and you can't talk to them you can try to look for them and research them and do whatever you want you could try it but chances are you might not be able to get a hold of them 
if if you messed up in your life and you did things a way that wasn't correct necessarily and it was wrong there's chances that you're not going to be able to fix that there's a chance that you're going to have to be dealing with the outcome of that which is in your current now of a mistake that you made earlier in your life and you can't go back and fix what you did wrong so you have to deal with the outcome of what you did and you have to kind of just make it into something else it goes back to what i say sometimes doors close because they weren't supposed to be opened or sometimes they close because something else was supposed to be opened and it wasn't that you have to take a bad and turn it into something good the past is over we can't go back to it we can't keep talking about it we can't say if i did this this would have been better you don't know what it would have been like because you don't have a time machine and you have no idea you haven't con you haven't figured time out like that and if you are where you're a multi-millionaire because you figured out time but you likely haven't because I don't know if our minds can consume that or quantify the measure of time like that. I don't think we have mastered that yet. Just not yet. So you can't keep reminiscing, talking about what you could have, should have did and, and, and why this happened. No, you can't blame one situation on another and you can't blame people for things that didn't happen. Things didn't happen because they just they didn't. It's, it's not for anything else aside from that. You can't blame people, you can't blame things, you can't blame situations, you can't blame money, you can't blame yourself. It's over, it happened, it's done. Yeah, you probably should have listened to somebody who was smart about money. Yeah, you probably should have saved a little of this. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have done the other thing too. Yeah, there were some times that you could have done things a little differently. And if you did it differently, then you might not be where you are now. But maybe if you did things differently, who knows where you'd be? You don't know. So stop reminiscing about what happened in the past and just focus on now because you're seeing today. You can't go back. You can't keep turning around trying to face what has already occurred there's no way for us to do that. If you're moving forward and you're driving a car, you can't look in a rearview mirror going straight. That's not how time works. So let's just accept it. Let's just move forward, whatever the situation is. And let's just accept reality and go forward and try to make the best for what's coming up next. Not looking back, trying to fix what already occurred. Because you can't fix what's over. When it's over, there's no fixing it. There's no time machine, man. And I hate when people are like, well, if I did this, this would have happened. Well, you don't know what would have happened, man, because you're not there. And it's 2021, man. It's not 2010. So shut up. I told you to do this. If you did this, then that would have happened. You don't know what would have happened. You aren't a time teller. Like, please stop. Please. So when people do that crap to you and they try to give you a detailed explanation about you and time just laugh at them and and kindly tell them to shut up because no one controls time no one that's the illusion of life thinking that you have mastered controlling it you haven't we're not here that long we assume we are but in the blink of an eye and a snap of a finger we're gone and it's like we weren't here 
Sure, we're remembered by family members, but after a while, those family members are no longer here. So how does that keep working? Then we become distant memories. Recognize that at some point you're going to be a distant memory that people barely talk about. They, you're in their conscious, but they're not talking about you. Except for like a date where you passed away or something. At some point, you're going to become that. You can't go back in time. But why would you want to? You chose to do things the way you did. So you had to know it was either going to work or it wasn't. And you chose the route you chose for a reason. So accept what you chose and make the best out of whatever the situation you're in. Which leads me into our next topic. Our next topic is don't limit the horizon before the sun. Now, this sort of contradicts what I just said. What do I mean by don't limit your horizon before the sun? Don't think that you can't achieve something because things haven't worked out in the past or every time you try to do something, it fails. Just because that has happened to you before doesn't mean that it's going to happen to you again or doesn't mean you're not going to be successful with something. I started this podcast off thinking nobody's going to listen to it thinking I wasn't going to get the time of day and thinking that this was just stupid. But now I've created an environment where people are listening to me. People are downloading it. People are listening to it. And I'm, I'm getting likes or whatever. I don't even know what it is on podcasts. People are listening to it and it's actually becoming something. Did I think that when I started it? No. Did I think I could have a podcast? No. You know what? I got to a point, like I told you earlier on in this, where I heard Katrina from Tone It Up talking about it on her podcast And I just decided it was important for me to do it. So I did it. And I stopped giving myself excuses. And I just did it. Just like everything I've ever done, I've done it. Because not doing it leaves you to wondering why you didn't do it. And that's why I've always done it. I've been the always do it person. At the beginning of things, I was like, I don't know if I should do this. Maybe I should ask somebody if I should do it. Having that mentality when you're out constantly asking someone else what you should do is going to lead you to a dark hole of oblivion, of never-ending, you-don't-exist, non-existent silence. You have to make decisions for yourself. You have to think about the positivity of things, and you have to find the beauty in the darkness. We've talked about that before as well. You are beautiful. You are light. You can be anything you put your mind to, and... Nothing can stop that or nothing should stop that. So if you're on a new part of a journey and you're somewhere you haven't been before and you're questioning what you're about to do, you're supposed to be questioning that. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. That means you should be questioning it so you're prepared what the outcome could be, which coincides to what we were just talking about. How you can't go back into the past. Don't limit your horizon you could become something amazing you have to put the time and the effort and the mindset into it and who knows what can happen don't limit your horizon before the sun the sun is a beautiful beautiful bright star and it's with lights up the entire world think about that you are a star and your brightness can do the same thing you can lighten up your life and others lives 
And when you become a star and you brighten up lives, you can be a difference. And when you're the difference, you are change and you are power and you are light. So I encourage you listeners, wonderful pod listeners of Born to be a Star, be a star. And let your light magnify the world. And let all our lights magnify each other. Because together, we are all unstoppable. And our bright lights have no limitation. And our horizon is not yet discovered. Be amazing. Finally, we're going to be discussing buying or leasing. So, when you're buying a car... Is it smart to buy a car? I don't know, because the last car I had, I did that. And I was spending, I don't know how much money a month on a stupid thing. It was like a 2014, and I thought I got a good deal when I got the car. And I thought, oh, this is going to be great. But it's all a lie, because when you buy a car, you end up losing the money that you just spent on the car once you drive it out the parking lot of the car dealership. So really, is there any point in buying a car? I don't know. No, there isn't. It's stupid. What's the point? So, I was, I've had a couple of cars. I mean, I think we've all had a couple of cars. The last car, I did something stupid with it. And now, I own my car. Like, I don't have any payments on it. I own it. I just bought into a dealership and I bought it. Um, but the last car I had before that, I feel like it was a nightmare. I really had a mindset that I was going to be able to own that car. And it was going to have some sort of value at the end of it. But, like... Was it? Like, imagine you own a car that you spend a certain amount of money on, and let's not factor in the interest into it and all the money you invest in the car, especially if it's new and it's high-tech and it's touchscreen and it's all this other crap. And you have to pay, like, ridiculous... You have to pay, like, a certain amount of taxes on it and you're doing all this stuff. Imagine that. But is it worth it? Is it? I don't know. What do you think? I'm not saying I don't miss my Civic. I miss it. I'm not saying it wasn't a good investment. I mean, I think it was. But now that I'm looking at it, the amount of money I was spending on it probably wasn't smart. Likely, when you're buying a car, you want to get it at a very low interest rate and you want to have an affordable monthly payment if you're making a monthly payment on it. But is there really any good reason to be buying a car because it doesn't have any value in it if you buy it why would you want to own a hunk of junk even if it's pretty what's the point of that crap dude lease it and in two years trade it in and get something else man who cares i don't know that's just my mindset because i don't i don't see the point why would you want to own it and don't get me wrong right now i own the car i drive but i don't really drive it anywhere So, like, I have a car and I barely use it. I work remote and I only go to the store a couple of times a week and we kind of use the same car and the car I have, I barely ever drive it. And when I do drive it, I'm not going that far and I come back home. So, in this new remote COVID comfort home lifestyle thing, I don't really go out that often and I don't go out if I don't need to because there's no point. And why am I paying rent or why am I paying to live somewhere and not be where I live? I don't know. And I I used to run and chase 
being out. And I think COVID has really given me a mentality to not be able to do that. But buying and leasing can be very stressful with cars because when you're buying a car, you're losing money. When you're leasing a car, I mean, you're leasing it for two years and then you get to give it back if you want. I don't know. You're likely saving money if you're leasing because if you're buying it, I don't know that I don't think that's smart. That's just me, though. What do I know? But what do you think about housing? Is it better to buy a house or a condo or is it better to like lease an apartment or a condo and just pay a landlord versus own something? Because is there actually any value in owning it and paying the ridiculous taxes on it? Even after you own it, you're still going to have to pay like $7,000 a year on the house forever. So is there really a good point in that? And as we start to get older, do we really want that? I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like it's a condo better because you have to pay like an HOA fee and then they do everything, and then you don't have to do any, like, lawn work or anything, or is it better to rent the condo and just pay for the condo, like, monthly, and then let the other person own it and have to pay the mortgage on it, and you're just renting it, like, it, what's better, like, I feel like it's easier to rent versus own, I mean, you can't lease a, um, a house it's not like buying and leasing a car but buying and renting can is used with the housing and what's easier i feel like renting is far easier your name isn't held on something that's buying for like 30 years and you're not stuck at any point you can decide you want to move or do whatever you want and you can do it but it's not that buying a house is bad. I'm not saying buying a house is bad. But do you really want to invest your money in a hunk of junk where at any point a boiler could go off or the oven can break or anything can happen and then you have to replace that appliance and you're spending thousands of dollars to do that? I remember when I was younger, we had to replace the patio in the backyard and go into Lowe's, buying the wood, chopping the wood, painting the wood. Uh, mowing the lawn, cleaning the driveway, uh, the snow, snow plowing in the snow, oh my god, the leaves during fall, raking all the leaves, the gutters on the house, if rats or bats get into the attic, all the crap you gotta do to get them out, the basement with the flooding, with the water, because if you live in a certain area, the water, all this junk, like, Buying a house, it's like really, it's not like HGTV. It's stressful, man. It's not like that. I don't know. I don't know. Just thinking about it drives me nuts. Drives me really batty. I'm thinking about all the things I've ever had to do. Like, I've witnessed my dad climb up on a ladder to dig stuff out of the side of the house and my mom makes it fun planting stuff around her garden at her house but I don't know if I'm that person I don't know if I want to dig in gutters I don't know if I want to plow snow I don't know if I want to do any of that I don't know I don't really think I have a lot of patience and I kind of like living in a place that's big enough for me to live in and I can come and go as I want 
I'm kind of like living in a place where they mow the lawn. Um, granted, they suck at plowing the snow in the winter, and I hate it. And this is the worst place in the world to have a car. I'm saying that because they suck at it here, and they've sucked at it forever. So definitely. But is it worth buying a house in the long term? So this is what's going to end up happening. You're going to end up buying the house, owning the house paying taxes on the house then you're going to get old to a point where you can no longer have the house and your kids are going to end up selling the house and they're going to end up using that money for you to go to a retirement home until you die so what's the point put all that money in a bank and travel I mean, granted, if you have kids, you might not want to live in an apartment forever. But, I mean, if you have kids, they can live in an apartment. Who cares? Why not rent? Why spend all this money and time buying? For what? Just like with the car. What's the point? You're going to end up not having it in the end anyway. Like, who passes the house down to kids? Some rich people do that where they pass their money down to the kids. But a lot of that doesn't happen. So, I don't know. You tell me. Are you buying or are you renting? I don't know. I think earlier on in your life, renting is smarter. And then when you find a house that's maybe at a better price or you find a condo, that buying it is smarter than renting it. Okay, that's when you can make that decision. But until you find a deal that's actually great and tangible for your money, I don't think you should rush yourself into that because what's going to happen is the house is going to get repoed and it's going to go on floor closure and the bank is going to own it and you're going to owe all this money and how are you going to pay it back? Like financially getting in a situation where you can't afford it is not good. So be very careful with buying and leasing cars and buying and renting housing. There's barely any affordable housing in this country and you really have to stay focused and work very hard to find that. So if you're lucky enough to have for affordable housing and you're not trying to figure out how to pay bills, enjoy it. But if you're living month to month trying to survive, is buying or renting better? Figured we'd get into that. Anyways, it's Friday and I don't know about you, but... I want to enjoy the rest of this day. And yeah. So I will see you later. Like Monday. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. And thank you for tuning in to another pod of Born to be a star. Remember you're a rock star. And if anybody doesn't tell you that. I just did.